The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. <laughs> Welcome to a new episode of Stuck at Home with me, Cliff Dorfman, and this How does this guy. thing work? Am I on the internet yet? How does the internet work? Hello? Can you see me? Son? Can you see me? Uh, I'm here for comic relief, folks. This is Jason. Um, this is the show that... Uh, Jason Smith. Where we talk about where we we watch we like love shows and TV and stuff and like uh, we want you to like it too. Um, can mm. you- we- <laughs> I'm gonna finish my sentence and then you can continue making fun of me. We also tell you all about the streaming wars, what to stream it, and wh- what to stream and where to stream it. You see, you and your movement, Sonny, <laughs> you're messing me up. Huh? I'm old and I fear change. <laughs> We had, a little, we had some technical difficulties getting leading into this today, folks. I just want to let everybody know that uh, uh, we're here. We're excited. Cliff Dorfman, what are you watching besides the mailman steal all your uh, steal all your roses? Let's just be clear. All that what? happened was... Have you yelled at the moon lately? All that happened was I went to sign on and it said fucking cam twist. I was like, and I just FaceTimed Jason. I was like, Jason, what do I do? Because I can't find my camera. And this has led to all of this. So, you know what? You know what? And by the way, everyone knows I don't watch the news. You know, everyone knows it's been eight years. I don't read a paper. But today is a special day in yep. general, right? I mean, there was big change today. Yep. yep. Um, Trump saw a shadow, and now there will be eight more weeks of Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> I don't know what Mar-a-Lago is. It's, it's the most beautiful resort in the world. It's uh, the Mar-a-Lago is the biggest, bestest place. What you, what do you win on the Apprentice? You win a trip to Mar-a-Lago. You get, a you trip get to play golf. Anything, all the winnings in in the Apprentice were about promoting whatever he owned. He's like the most beautiful I, golf course in the world, the I, best. I want to get on. I want to get on the Apprentice so I can win all the Trump stakes because I just want to, I want to throw them at cars. Um. Anyway, <laughs> right. But it's a big day. It's a big day. It's our inauguration day. It's very exciting. We got a, um, which is awesome. We got a very exciting guest today. That's what I'm talking about. And I've been watching for a bit now. I've been watching the Oval, and there's so many things. I, I got to tell you, this show is um, it's like uh, 
it's probably like a mix between if you got addicted to meth and heroin with a little mushrooms. There is, this is the craziest, most salacious show, and you're watching it. The opening scene, from the opening scene, Tyler Perry sets you up to know, like, it's like basically when Orson Welles flipped the frame and you watch the upside down thing, and Orson Welles is like, you're going to go into this really messed up world now, and here it is. This is the same thing, except he does it with action. And I've gotten addicted to this show. They, 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 and the other thing that's great, they put out 25 episodes. Not 22, not 10, not 13, 25. Yeah. That's one score plus five for all those presidential people. But it, two score. One, one score. I thought a score is 10 years. Oh, am I wrong? You're probably not. No, no you're probably not. I'm probably wrong, as we've already established from the get today. But I'm I was telling trying you, to speak your language, old man. I'm telling you, though, that this show, The Oval on BET, it's, I think, I'm pretty sure it's BET+. Plus. Our guest today, he's been working forever, one day at a time, Eureka. He doesn't stop working, right? And now he lands the role of the President of the United States. And Tyler, of course, flips it on his ear because he's married to a black woman who went to Ivy League. But we'll get into all this, but, oh, their kids are just the worst. Oh, my, I love this show. Get off my lawn, quit trying to get my pool in the middle of the night. I swear to God, I'm gonna put a, I'm gonna electric fire. <laughs> Jason I'm thinks I'm a grandpa, is what he's saying. Also, earlier he commented that, that uh, my son's mom and I share the same apparel. But let me tell you, this is official Hellcat gear for yeah. my buddy Corey in New York. Wow. This it thing does not mess around. I'm gonna get. But like, meanwhile, you, all I've gotten is abuse. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with it, though. I got tough skin. But I'm very, very excited to get to our guest because I feel like we're so fortunate to have the synergy of having Joe Quinn here today, Mr. President, on Ed, the Oval. Ed, on the, Ed, Ed, what did I say? Joe, for some reason. What did I say? I said Joe? Yes. <laughs> yeah, this is a horrible day for me, a great day for America. <laughs> Listen, listen, Mr. Biden, you're you know, I'm just kidding. No, we have it. And I'm telling you, I've watched this guy on one day at a time. I watched this guy in Eureka. Eureka is a crazy show, oh, by the way. Oh, I love Eureka. Yeah. And I, I, I loved one day at a time, too. Uh, I was pissed when they took him. Well, I guess he decided to leave. There was a lot of articles about this guy going. So do, should I stop talking about yeah. him and bring him yeah, on? Yeah, talk to him. Ladies and gentlemen, our very special guest today from The Oval, Tyler Perry's The Oval on BET Plus, Ed Quinn. Yes. Hey, Ed, don't hate me. <laughs> I, know, I love it. I was waiting for it. It's going to be uh, Ed Biden or, or Joe, Joe Quinn. <laughs> I said Joe. Well, at least you understand why I said it. Absolutely. Hey, synergy. You were talking about it. It's inauguration. So absolutely. Um, as I said, he stole my spotlight. I've just been sitting around petulant all day long because, you know, like the real, you know, president gets to have his inauguration and the real vice president gets, you know, so, well, I, you know, yeah, I've had to take a backseat today. But, you know, as of tomorrow, no, it's all Hunter Franklin all the time. Yes, Hunter Franklin all day long, and I, I can't wait to get into this. But first of all, thank you for being here. I am thrilled. You were in Los Angeles? I'm in Los Angeles. I have a question right off the bat. Question. Um, the title track of your, yes. of your podcast. Who played that? Yeah. Oh, Jason, come back. Tell him. We, we love this. We're obsessed with it, by the way. Oh, my God. Uh, it's, it's insane. I mean, it's, it's, it's way better than this podcast. That's why I'm probably like, I'll, I'll, I'll never live up to that song. Yeah. I've already been upstaged by the intro. So I'm just kind of like, ah. <laughs> That's what producer. It? I mean, it, it, it's way tighter. You're right. Everything's actually going, going right. much better in the song than here. That's our, that's our producer, uh, Kyle McGraw. He 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 made that for us. Metal. I love it. That was that was just fantastic. Ed studied. You studied with Joe Satriani. 
I did. Yeah, I'm sitting, I'm sitting in my music studio right now, and uh, I'm, I'm, it was hilarious that that came on. I'm like going, wow, these guys do that? This is really good. This is hilarious. Um, but anyway, thank you for having me on. And one real quick fix. We are BET. I think you can get the Oval on the streamer on BET+, Plus, but it, they actually really kind of hold our episodes back. Um, but uh, no, we are the number, I think we're the number one rated show in the history of BET. We're definitely the number one new show on cable, and we're really hoping to like to keep those numbers. Uh, in oh, it's February not going 16th. anywhere. No, no, this is oh, not going no. anywhere. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, you know, your lips, God's ears, but I don't think so either. I don't, I don't think anyone would want to lose uh, lose Tyler Perry on their network. Well, it's not just that. I mean, yes, it's that, but it's also that it's the timing. It's the and, and it's not that it wouldn't have been successful in any other timing. It simply is that it. Are you done with me? <laughs> No, 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 just, no, I'm done. All, all of a sudden, I don't, all of a sudden, I was just kind of going, uh, like, my phone's off, and like, the cross thing. I, I, you know, hey, I'm an actor, bro. I'm, like, worried about, like, my light, or, like, my frame. <laughs> I love you. By the way, we have to smoke Cubans when this is all over. That's all I'm oh, saying. Oh, please. Thank I got you some very good much. ones. I, I got, got some nice good box. ones, too. We'll, we'll have, where are you guys? Uh, I'm in Calabasas. Jason's in um, the Valley. Oh, you know, actually, I, I, the one place I do smoke a lot of cigars is out playing uh, golf with friends of mine who play golf. I'm not very good, I but I, yeah, exactly. But I, I'll bring I'll bring some mean cigars. So they, that's why the only reason they have me along. They're like three really good guys and the big gorilla who just hacks the balls into the into the wood. Um, but he's got the Cubans, so it's all good. So. <laughs> I got a nice box coming of Oyo Epicure number twos. I'm telling Ooh, you, nice. when this is all over, I'm holding you to yeah. this. We're going to have a nice scotch and smoke these. Done and done. All right. So let's get back for a second because I want to just start with where you started, really, because you went to Berkeley, right? I mean, this is not a joke. You were really, you're, you're on a path. Did you know from going to Berkeley that you wanted to model? Like, it's an interesting oh. trajectory you've had. Oh, absolutely not. No, no, no. I, I grew up in an academic family. My father was a professor at Cal, and um, he's actually won the Distinguished Teaching Award. He started the College of Writing. Uh, he was a Rhodes Scholar. We're talking, we, we, we are a serious academic family. And his friends, and not to sound like kind of Tony or highbrow, but I mean, these were these, his true buddies were presidents of universities, chairmen of the department at Berkeley, Nobel laureates like Czesław Milos. I mean, it was, I was in this, in this, and then Berkeley, just growing up, Berkeley was just the, I mean, it, there was nothing like it, and there never will be something like it. Imagine being a kid in the, like the 70s and 80s. And um, so I didn't understand how you even got into entertainment. I didn't know anyone in entertainment. We had no family friends. It was just this kind of thing that sort of happened. Um, well, what but, you know, happens? Because you graduate well, Berkeley with your degree, which is not in entertainment. And, and how does well, this happen? Okay, I'll tell you, I thought I was going to law school. And mm -hmm. then guys who were graduating early in my fraternity came back and were like, do not do this, go somewhere else. This is brutal. So I, I'd segued and was going to go into commercial real estate and I'd taken, uh, was taking some commercial real estate courses. I, I got way ahead in my history degree. So I was able to start taking courses at Berkeley and did an internship at Cobalt Banker and was just about to go. And it was about uh, maybe the last semester I was at Cal. Uh, you know, I'm a surfer and I'm at Ocean Beach, San Francisco, and I'm changing out of my wetsuit. And this guy walks up to me and goes, Hi. <laughs> How, how would you like to take some some pictures, some Molly pictures? I love this. Which is, yeah, I mean, it's basically the after-school special of, like, you know, how to get sex trafficked. It's like, you know, oh, yeah, I'm going to go get this guy's van and go back to his uh, his studio in the Castro and take some uh, take some shirtless photos. It's going to go great. Yeah, you have your uh, wetsuit. Come over uh, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't even get dressed. Let's just let's, let's head back in my studio. 
<laughs> drink this. Um, <laughs> it's fine. So, so I know. Now, here's the deal. My, I, yes. A bunch of guys at Cal, actually, mm-hmm. and two of my really good friends, had modeling. It's like every guy who came from SoCal was a surfer and had a modeling book. And I'm like, I'm sitting here parking cars at, you know, at, at Costa Rinda four nights a week to, to, to make men's meet. And they, wow. they go over to San Francisco and in two hours they get paid $300. Imagine being a college student getting $150 an hour or sometimes $1,500 a day to take pictures and clothes. So I, I was always really dumb to them. By the way, still didn't have any understanding how they started that. That's something that happens in LA and then you get all these pictures. So right. The next thing I know, I, I do take the pictures of the guy. He actually is like a, a good photographer. Uh, and I get an agency, uh, it was Look Agency, Look Models in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And so my last semester, I was kind of doing both. But I'm still basically going like, oh, I'm, I'm going to to, uh, to start this internship. And I get a call on my agent in L.A. And he got me an agent or he, my agent in San Francisco got me an agent in L.A. The two of them had sent all my pictures overseas. And I got booked straight into the shows in Barcelona, Milan, and Paris. And all straight I did was get into there, the fashion shows, straight into the all, and, and like all Jesus. the biggest ones. And so it was wow. like I'm like sitting there, going like, "Oh my god!" But I've got to get to Europe. That was the thing is they don't pay your way. You got to get there. You got to figure it all out. And remember, this is like pre-internet, pre-email. It's just like someone calls you and goes, "Yes, darling, please get to Milano. We got you Versace. Uh, we'll see you in three days." Uh, <laughs> you got like a little piece of paper with this address written on it, right, and. Right. Um, I, I, I we're the same age, so I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was. I mean, when I went to my parents, I was like, "Hey, I got like booked to jobs in Europe," and I'd always kind of wanted to study abroad for a semester, and I could just never quite work it out. And my dad had done a lecture tour on the old TWA airlines, yeah. and he had miles. He gave me a miles ticket. Like, How long are you going to go for? I go, I have no idea. And then um, I went, and that's kind of where the penny dropped. Because when I got there, I mean, I was a horrible model, big fat frat face you know all gym up you know i mean it was not a fashion model but what i was pretty good at were commercials and so while all my friends for a second by the way all for my, one second all my friends were, were doing real well i mean i got some money i'm not gonna say i didn't get any but <laughs> I, I didn't get the jobs i had friends who had who got the jobs and they were the fancy guys you know shooting the armani and shooting the, the versace and stuff and uh-huh. i was joe meathead but i also <laughs> The thing was, is I think, I mean, I think I shot something like 37 commercials in two years. I ended up being there for two years. And that's where I figured out. National commercials, right? Yeah. yeah. In, in Europe, like for Europe. And I, and, and it was that thing where you all of a sudden realize I'm like, oh, wait, so I, I kind of work okay on film. Um, you know, my modeling books, atrocity, but, but, my, but film, I'm actually kind of doing pretty good. And then I would talk to these guys. They were building their books to move back to L.A., to take acting classes and try and make it. And guys were doing it. They would come, a lot of them were just getting soaps and stuff, but I mean, a few of them ended up breaking big, you know, um, it's like Josh Holloway, a friend of mine. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like, it, it, it could happen. It could work. I, and that's, that was sort of my segue into all of a sudden, like, wow, I'm just going to make a, a run at this. And, and yeah. now here we are. And, and now here we are 30, 30 years later. <laughs> Right. And how many shows down and somewhere along the line, you met your wife, Heather, right? Who's a producer. Yep. 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 Yeah. She was president at uh, Will Smith's television company, actually, when I met her. Oh, okay. So no yep. small feat there. No. And you guys are high level achievers. All right. This is good to know. So, so now. She, she, 
she 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 was i like i, I was i was just a dumbass it's sort of like you know I, I was her big mistake so that's all right yeah yeah okay no one's buying any of this by the way ed <laughs> I'm just telling you. So, so I want to know how, because you've been doing this a while, right? So the auditions come, you know, frequently. I'm sure at this point you're getting offers too. Now, do you get an offer for this? Or you have to go in and meet with Tyler Perry and really kind of, you know, carve this role out for yourself. So I get a phone call. Okay, tell me. Give it from. Give it from. I think it was my from my manager, uh-huh. and he presses this by going like, "This is an incoming call." Ooh, that's always good. They want to see you for the lead. Of Tyler Perry's new series on BET. Okay. And I'm kind of doing the math and I'm going, Are you sure they got the right Ed Quinn? I mean, maybe there's like, you know, like, like, there's, like a, there's like a theater dude in like New York, you know, y'all I'm, I'm kind there, of thinking. There are a lot of Jason Smith. Not, a, not, not all of them look like me. I get that feeling. You're like, There's probably another one. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, Am I going to walk in there and everybody's going to be like, hey, hey bro, you lost? Oh, <laughs> uh, no. I'm, I'm, here, I'm here to read for the new Tyler Perry series on BET. Oh, are you? Okay. Yeah, I think you're in the wrong uh, place, sir. So I, 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 I go in and, I, and it's just me and, and Raven, the casting director, and, and who I had read for before. And so I'm like, okay. And I kind of read this, this in one LA, scene. Right? This is in LA. Right in Atlanta. And she, goes, okay. and, she, and she says this, like, wait one second. She goes out. She comes back and goes, can you read another scene? And I'm like, cold and she's like yeah and i'm like all right she hands it to me i kind of look at it and i'm like and we we do that one uh-huh. she goes, hold on walks out comes back in she goes are, are you available and i'm like is tyler like yeah. watching from some secret camera somewhere <laughs> like okay. it's like it, right i well i get to my truck and my phone rings and it's and it's like a georgia number i'm like hello and it's like <gasps> and it's tyler, oh, it's tyler. And I'm like, huh? So cool. Well, I don't know. So he still won't tell me what was going on or, or what was what the, what the deal was. But anyway, and that was it. And then he and I, you know, what was cool was is that, and the whole at that point it became a conversation between he and I. And he just wanted to understand like what kind of an actor I am, how I work, my my sensibility, my ability to really grind. Because Tyler works unlike, and I've done a lot of projects where it was like, okay, we have to shoot like nine pages in you know, two days and we, 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 we literally got one take and we're running and gunning and we have like, you know, a powder donut and, and like one camera and there's like a flashlight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I've shot a bunch of stuff so that moves fast because you have to, right. but Tyler, you know, his whole, his whole, one of his you know, main things is to, to shoot super fast. And a lot of actors can be precious. Yeah. They have. Yeah. <laughs> They have a process. Yeah, yeah, they have a process. And, um, you know, going fast isn't you know, it's not always conducive to going quickly. Yes. Um, Agreed. And the more we talked and the more it was almost like a challenge, the more I was just, the more, yeah, every time he would kind of like going, so, you know, this is kind of like what I like to do and what I need to do. And I'd be like, ha, that sounds fantastic. And he's going, <laughs> okay. Okay. And, and, and by the way, it really was, I mean, you know, like within the second or third day, he would stop after a take. He goes, Oh, I'm so glad I hired you. Cause it's really fun. I love the challenge of the way he likes to shoot. Um, I love are the way he like, runs a set. Are you doing like nine pages a day with him? I, I'm, my record is 70 pages, 36 scenes from 16 different episodes in one day. 
You remember that movie Bow? Wait, sorry, Jason. That's insane. Go ahead, Jason. You remember that movie Bowfinger with yeah. uh the best. That's what it reminds me of like Steve all Martin. the pages. Like that's how Bowfinger would shoot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like 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 literally it it was it's it's but there was times where he like you don't even realize what's coming because and they're always jumping around too. So you kind of gotta have the whole season in your mm-hmm. head because they'll all of a sudden call you and they'll go like, Hey, we're gonna do these next three scenes, and you're like that's 12, 13 pages. And then, and he'll, we'll, they'll finish one. But it's like, say, so like when I go to the Oval Office, we shoot in the Oval Office, right. it's three days and I basically sprain my brain because I am trying to remember so many words and so many things. And you're just, you're flying through this. And, but he's got to process the way he shoots, shooting everything right. wide, jumping in for coverage. He shoots in 8K. So, I mean, he can be across the room and turn that into a, a close up. Um, wow. it's really, yeah, he's like a, a symphony conductor cause he, and he's editing the whole time as he's watching everything, knows what he has, knows what he needs. His editors, by the way, I mean, I, I think I've had to loop two lines in two seasons. I mean, like the production, no, the production, the, the, the way that he's able to get, you know, all the, all, all the foot. I've never had to do a reshoot because we didn't get something. We needed something. Only two things we reshot was the opening of of the the series and the inauguration because he saw them and didn't and thought they should be bigger, um, which is really rare for him. He never reshoots, but those are the only two things we reshot, and that was just because first season, huge right. you know set pieces, and he wanted to get it right. But um, the yeah. opening, let's just take a minute to talk. I mean, we can talk about the opening of the pilot, right? That's not a spoiler. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we first. Oh, all, I, thought, I thought it was gonna be a moment of silence for my career, but yeah, no, go ahead. Can <laughs> <laughs> add, yeah, memorial, right. like, 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 like you know, at the Emmys, you know, an actors had passed away, <laughs> my name just goes up. I'm like he's he's Ed still Quinn. alive, uh, but no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're done. We're, we're euthanizing that guy. You know, oh my god! Okay, so like, first of all, if you don't know, all right, you know you're watching the Oval. Most people are tuning in know it, but they definitely don't know yeah. at this point when you when you open up on you and your wife that it's or the first lady that it is the president and the first lady, and you guys get into this fist fight. I mean, this is a brutal, brutal fist fight where she is punching you in the face. You're whacking her, and I've not seen an opening like this in my life. How do you even? Because you know. I would think someone's going, is this going to be controversial? Is this going to be like, and, and what are you putting into it? Like when you're, yeah, go, go, go. <laughs> no, no, me, I'm the one. I'm like, you know, I'm, get it. I'm reading it kind of like, I'm the one like, well, this is uh, the end of my career. God, I got that degree from Berkeley. And yeah. <laughs> see, if I, see if I could call Cole, Cole back and go, hey, I remember I was going to do that insert internship in 91 and I went modeled. <laughs> I can see can, can, can I still get in there? It was two grand a week, right? Two grand a month. Ooh, that's going to be tight. Ooh, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, um, I, uh, I was terrified. I thought I was done. And the worst part was, is we shot it and I, it kind of shot it. So I kind of was just getting my ass kicked. Um, mm-hmm. and it worked. Okay. And then, Tyler wanted it bigger, more violent, more crazy. Basically, what you see in um, yeah. you know the final thing, and and the the, the worst, funniest it's part sick. of it is it's so is, insane. Is he changed the wardrobe right before we started filming? Like I was in like the tux with the shirt undone, but then he decided he wanted like they kept changing. He goes that that's it. Me like pants, wife beater, and we look over at the stunt guy they'd hired. We do not have the same body. He's got a ton of tattoos. 
got kind of the big hairy, you know, and, and it was just like, that's not going to match. And then Ty looks at me and goes, can you do it? And I'm sitting there, yeah, I can, yeah, I can, do, I can do my own stunts. <laughs> like Tom Cruise. Demita Jane is the, is the, the stunt woman. Mm-hmm. She just looked at me beforehand. She goes, so sorry. And just beat the living hell out of me. When she so hits you really me with that did picture, need the makeup guy. Oh, she, he, she smashes the picture and then she rips it and it just comes and rips up the back of my head. I mean, oh. it was, I mean, like, when she hits you with that, you know, this is because, you know, like, here's the thing. All these actors say, you know, like, they do their own stunts. Uh, they don't. Because when the stunt guys do it, <laughs> they, they're, they're, they're playing for keeps with each other and they know it's going to be a full contact kind of vibe. When she, when you, when you really hit someone with one of those breakaway vases like she does, you don't like go, Ah, like this, you go through. So there's a Ooh. smack on, the, and so like getting hit with the base is the one thing. It's the it's the ear smack on. Like, beat the crap out of me, but oh. looks great. Now the ground, I thought my career was going to be over. But you had Tyler's then, stamp of approval. He knew that this is going to work. Oh, Tyler! Oh, yeah. I mean, stamp of approval. He kept yelling at me because I was being, you know, I was being a little wuss and I wouldn't go far enough. And he's like, "No, I, yeah." Oh God, I probably shouldn't even say this. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna edit my feeling. <laughs> there's, there's, he, he was he, he was very disappointed with my inability to hit a woman. <laughs> so, <laughs> right, like, how do you so, not know how to do yeah. this? Like, come on, how do you I not? Mean, haven't that's you a great line. Line. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, oh my god, <laughs> googling it, how to bitch slap, <laughs> and then erasing your history. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Just delete this history, please. Yeah, Thank you. Protective services come to my house. They're like, so. <laughs> yeah, we've been looking. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, now, one of my favorite shows is Veep. I know this is something that oh. you like. Selena Myers, oh. I heard, might be a, you started out with her as a basis for this, and then yeah. Tyler kind of smacked it out of you, or what happened? Because okay, he, I love he, what you're doing, but I want to know how so, he got Yeah, there. So, so this, so look, there was, you know, it, it's funny because, Tyler hired me and then realized he, he kind of hired a bit of a runaway train. And, and although I'll do the dark stuff and I'll do the, you know, the, the sexy, salacious stuff and all that kind of stuff. But in, in some of the scenes, I, I mean, like, yes, I, I think Veep is, it's like Veep and Breaking Bad are the two greatest television shows in the history of television, in my opinion. No um, and, and, and yeah, and, 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 there's something about Veep. I think Veep is more, you know, I love the West Wing. I don't really think real politics, I think as of on the inauguration day, we can agree, real politics are not the West Wing. Real politics are, are more like Veep. Um, so, For sure. But there are, you know, that show just killed me. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. And so I just would have these moments in which I would want to basically bring that to Hunter's character because I think it actually really works. And it actually creates... When I'm when I'm when I'm funny or just completely insane or saying something ridiculous or ad libbing, and this is the thing is, Tyler kind of likes it when I would ad lib, huh. and some of it would be too, like you know in the you know in the big inauguration where um, you know I I think what is what is my beautiful wife Bro- say she says oh I whore? see you brought your whore and I yeah, go I knew you were gonna say that but, line <laughs> president gets a plus one that was an ad lib and I said it once for fun just being uh-huh. a jackass. The next time I didn't say it, and in front of 600 people, Tyler's on a microphone and goes, yo, where was that ad lib? The shit was funny. Do that. <laughs> so it was stuff like that. So I just kept doing stupid stuff like that. Like, we could go to the West Wing and, like, and we'd throw stuff out. He didn't want it jokey. But then as we watched the show, I think he – because season two, mm. 
he lets me be stupid like a lot and, and and but also and and also actually even darker so i go darker and i'm i just have so many stupid lines it's really there's some really fun which i think works great for the show i think it gives a break in the tension also i think it makes hunter more unstable and unpredictable for the for the other characters for the cat when he's creating problems for everybody else yes the show is great and so you know it's like what it was for especially like for donald or for for kyle um you know not to mention for my wife or my mistresses or my kids so when he's kind of off the reservation it's actually great for the show because backstage you're cutting to these scenes where they're going Oh my God! What are we going to do with this guy? And you're like, yeah, he's he is a runaway train. He's a he's a complete mess. Um, so anyway. well, it's, I think it's episode two of the first season. You know, you basically spell it out. You're, one of your mistresses is like, "You're insane! I can't believe you're president." Like, mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, I like, kind of yeah, am. Yeah, neither, neither can I. Come over. <laughs> I mean, that's the that's his whole thing. I, I think it's just sort of it's a little bit of arrested development, a little bit of he never thought he'd get here and he doesn't really want to be here. Um, right. It's not like he's hungry for the power. It's not like he's, you know, one of those those Machiavellian uh, politicians who was just like always wanted to be the most powerful man in the world. And never right. wanted. He doesn't give a crap. He's like, oh my god, look at this. I'm like, I can have this big white prison, you know, and, and trying to call up his girlfriend and try. And you know, I try and humanize him from time to time. Like when he deals with the kids, um, like he really as best as he can, you know, like loves his mistresses. I I really do think that there is a an incredible bond between him and Victoria. Um, I agree I with you. Explore, I think yeah, she keeps you sane. She, in a weird way, but also, but also yeah. she's crazy. Like yeah. we need each other. We are, <laughs> we are like literally with where we are, the yin and the yang without each other. Neither one of us can reach these heights, but we are completely, you know, we're psychotic, yes. but I, I mean, I just hope at some point, I'm sure we will at some point, you know, something is going to bring us together. Maybe it's the chaos that takes place in season two, but, um, I really yeah, hope so. Now I, I got to get into one thing because I'm obsessed with this idea because th- this studio that Tyler Perry owns in Atlanta, it is, uh, it's basically like you live there, right? When you're filming, like it, it's old school contract player studio days, right? Like this thing is dope. <laughs> like, could you just tell I, me a little about this? Okay. It's, it's spe- Tyler has a really weird thing about finding special places in the world and you know his place in jackson hole his 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 uh he has a, a, a an island that is just and i mean like you know it's, it's one of the old fancy but i mean like places that have really interesting energy and this mm-hmm. he bought fort mcpherson in georgia which was the old army base and there is just there's something so beautiful about it and i mean just like the the, the earth the energy or whatever and i'm not i don't be all trippy hippie about it no it's don't just, i love this. so first season when I got there, they were like, you can live in these old, so there's a historic district. So there, there are these old buildings. On, that the, I mean, on the lot. On the lot. On the lot. You know, and I mean, you know, <laughs> Shit. FDR stayed there. Colin Powell stayed there. I mean, these were, when this was a, a functioning army base, this is the officer's quarters. These big, beautiful old homes. So I, um, first season, I was like, I want to live here. And I lived like in one by myself. Oh, Turned out it was haunted. No. Everybody, t- t- including Tyler, everybody who came over to the house was like, like would would jump from time to time and hear stuff and we're just you know in the middle of the day actors wouldn't come to rehearse unless there were people there because they didn't want to be there alone but i was that real like haunted it was haunted i mean and i'm not even kidding like i the first night i got there kind of tells me this afterwards other actors Uh have got to the lot moved in they wake up in the morning the actor is gone and has gone 
to a hotel in Atlanta. I just couldn't do it. I got there, turned off all the lights, was like, whoop, got back, turned on the lights, was kind of like looking down this weird hallway and being like, oh, man, you could feel the energy moving kind of thing. Not trippy hippie. This, I'm being honest. Um, so I am trippy hippie. So so please, yeah. I get. Yeah, this. yeah. No, then, I, I mean, like, I, like I am. Like you, no one will convince me that there weren't spirits in that house. But they were good spirits. They kind of left me alone. So I, I, it was kind of it was kind of cool. And um, and I loved it. I loved being on the lot. Indian gave me this beautiful motorcycle. So my set, you know, my set car was this, you know, uh, this beautiful bobber that I would ride down and go to the gym and then go work all day and ride back out. And I was cooking in my own kitchen. And I love the South. I love those rainy afternoons sitting on mm. first thing. I, I do need anything. And I was like, one thing, can I have a rocking chair for my porch? And they're like, that's all you need. I go, that's all I want. It should be just a rocking chair. So when those beautiful southern rainstorms, summer rainstorms happen in the afternoon, the thunder showers, I can sit there and just like stare at the rain. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we, we, we can get you a, a rocking chair. So I, I, I never left. I left a lot twice. I went to like a soccer game and to the rap party. Never left a lot. Didn't need to. So all set up for season two in March. Right. So we get shut down the day we're supposed to start. <sighs> And then I started just talking to Tyler and Tyler was kind of looking at me and looking at his lot and looking at me and looking at the cast and crew and looking at me. He said, and this is him telling me this. And he's just mm -hmm. like, I can do this. I can, I can get everybody on this lot. I, he built hundreds of these like luxury motor home, mug, uh, like luxury bungalows. Um, wow. And then in the, I think there's 37, you know, old houses that he just put all the cast in. Um, we started testing a month beforehand. We all moved down to the lot. Still lots of testing and protocols and, and you know, masking and you know, nobody can be indoors together. But, um, you know, we all got in the bubble. And then we're able to shoot, you know, the second season, which comes out next. You know, there's no, we still would not have been able to, uh, you know, to finish this, 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 this series. Um, we have the entire season in the can ready to go next month. And it's another 25 episodes? 22 we gotta go we gotta shave off three because yeah. <laughs> housing an entire cast and crew 330 people is uh -huh. a little expensive I so um, say, i don't maybe yeah, yeah, yeah um yeah. i just actually i i hate to break this up we gotta let you go no. i just got i got a text from tyler perry he said congratulations on season two uh, but uh, you have 86 pages you need to get done by tomorrow. So <laughs> oh, all right, I'll let you go. Just put them on a put them on a prompter. Good. I'd like that was season three. I don't have to memorize anymore. I'm in a big time. I'm in a big time season three. A prompter. I want an earpiece. You know, just gotta feed me my life. No more just a rocking chair shit. You yeah, 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 yeah. I'm right. bigger now. I'm the number one new okay. show on cable. I want an earpiece. Really are. I want, I'm gonna go Brando. Me. Put a Brando on them. Yeah, like like killing in, it. like those stories about in Superman. You just put the 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 lines right in the baby's like crib in the diaper. And oh, for stuff. Brando <laughs> on Krypton. Yeah. On, 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 my, on my first series, Young Americans. Two of the actors. We'd been at the the upfronts the night before, and they thought it was a good idea to take a. a in New York, we just shoot the next morning at six a.m. I didn't, but they, mm -hmm. some of the other actors did. They left the up. At 2 a.m. and drove from New York to Baltimore. As you can imagine, the cast is a disaster. I watched these two guys do a scene in which he's like one guy's tying his tie before some, you know, cotillion, and the other actor actually taped the 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 the, the lines to the scene to his face. So I said, the other actor's there. He's looking up at the guy reading it. So that's you watch situations like that, and you go, 
you know, Hollywood magic's a little, it's a little overblown. Uh, this is this, uh, acting. And everybody talking about acting being precious. That's right enough. When you're gluing your your sides to another actor's face so that you can get them. Yeah. So that's, okay, that's what I'm gonna do. That's what I'm gonna do this year too. Time's got a whole list. Oh yeah, I'm big time now. I love you, and I'm telling you this because I love you. I agree with Tyler. Your motorcycle is sick. Stop riding it. Oh, Stop. so mad. Oh, you're so Stop. Mad. That thing hadn't been on the lot for for 20 minutes. What's that? I was like, oh. I was like what? He's like, literally, I, and that, that was the deal. I was not allowed to take it. But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I've been riding bikes my whole life, and I love them. He's like, you can't take it off the lot. And I was like, deal. I'm not going anywhere. And I didn't. <laughs> I never drove it off the lot, it was just, oh, except for once for a TMZ thing. But, um, like, okay. there, were, there, no there was more. no it never, no, Yeah, just cruising around the lot. I'm in a lot. so beautiful. It's so big. There's these winding roads that go all the way through. It's just my best part of the day is going to and from work because it's just so gorgeous. Uh, I'm so you're so blessed and rightly so. This show is amazing. You have a huge hit on your hands. I cannot congratulate you enough. Is it February 13th or 15th? 13th, 16th, I want to say. Tuesday, and it's, so and it's both a my huge choices. night. We're wrong. It's a huge night. Both, both of them. Um, <laughs> huge night. Um, because uh, Tyler did a fair, Medea farewell tour. And so we are getting to ride the coattails of Mr. Perry's Medea, which is going to be a live, televised event. Yeah, so it's going to be a massive night on BET. We should start getting some big promotions and posters coming soon. I couldn't be, uh, yeah, I couldn't be more excited. And it's just a great way. I'm very, very proud of BET too. This is so smart to just give us this big send off, you know, you know, or, or, or big like you know, you know, season yeah. two bow. And so, um, yeah, I mean, everything's just great. I couldn't, couldn't be happier. All right, so February 16th, season two of Tyler Perry's The Oval on BET. Ed Quinn playing Hunter Franklin, the president. Mr. President, I cannot thank you enough for being here. I absolutely love your work. I love what you do, and please just keep doing it. Thank you so much, Jason. Thank you so much. I love your guys. You know, your your, your podcast has the best intro of any I've heard so far. So you're, uh, yeah, yeah, you guys are rocking to the moon. If you guys need one, if you guys need a new one for The Oval, we got you. We got you. (laughs) I, I'm gonna let like, again. <laughs> I'm gonna let a lot of people handle I'm the music. I'm not a part of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's I would love it. Believe me, I would love it. But I also <laughs> like being employed. So, <laughs> <laughs> me too. Well, if you're big time in it, you could just say, "This is my theme music coming in." I got <laughs> rocking chair and theme music. <laughs> I, I, that's like season eight. Like, I think we're playing with house money at that point. <laughs> you'll be there. Trust me. If you want to be, you'll be there. And thank you again. Thank you so much for doing this for Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. Thank you Ladies guys so much. Ed Gwynn. Yeah. Thanks, oh. buddy. Oh, that guy. I mean, that was the fastest, I think. And we went over. Yep. And we went over. Wow. He's awesome. So that good. was great. Okay. Yeah. I might have a, a bro crush. A little bit. I could tell that you were yeah. nervous before you went in there. I, I saw know. it. The, I the edge, Joe. You, know, you know how I know you have a little bro crush because the edges of your, uh, your mustaches are tra- starting to twirl up on their own. I mean, this guy is so cool. It's not even fair. It's like, are you kidding me? And by the way, this show—it's it, not—it's not a fluke. This is a real heavy hitter. And he's not he's, kidding that it's crazy. You guys, it's, it's not. Insane. It's, it's insane. It's really fun. Yeah, and but really- just when you think they can't go there, like in season one, no, we're gonna steal the kid with a cult. By the way, that's <laughs> another story. And you're like, no, no, no. <laughs> and it freaks you the fuck out. It's you're so like, awesome. what? Okay. You know. Wow. We got to take it down just for a minute, right? Tell because me. take it down. And normally, I like to, you know, especially on on um, to a day like today, I would like to, you know, I normally want to talk about my founding father, and and the Senate and the Congress, you know. 
um, you know, <laughs> when I get to this part. <laughs> Um, cause it is inauguration day, but I'm going to be responsible. <laughs> All right, go on. But you know, there's mm. something that I haven't been paying attention. We haven't been paying enough, enough attention to, and it really ties back to some of the, um, things that we're going to be going into in the news. Um, but I'd like to spend a little more focus on the butthole <laughs> and the butt in general. You, you honestly had me. I thought you were really going to talk about something, and you are, but not this. But please continue because it's lovely. Listen, listen. You know, <laughs> as much as I want to keep, uh, you know, my, the Pope and his Pope mobile safe, isolated and, and kept safe in, in cushion, like, you know, speaking of Spider Superman and his Kryptonian egg, like covered, right? In soft. We egg. have been ignoring the butthole. <laughs> we have been more ignoring the butthole and the, yes. and the entire and the entire booty in general. Um, any, it also likes softness. It, it needs does. softness. It craves softness. Yeah. Think how much time we spend on it. Right. Like right now, what am I doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Just kind of on your butt. Right on your butt. Like if, if it wasn't soft, it'd be itchy. And if it was itchy, that's not fun. I know. Instead, no. you can wear the lounge pants. Yeah. Instead, you know, get some meandy. Make it make it soft down there. Yeah. Make it soft. Keep it soft. Keep it happy because a happy butt is a happy life. A happy butt is a happy life. And I know we're not spiders, but where does the softest material outside of, uh, of MeUndies uh, micromodal come from? The butthole. <laughs> not of humans, but of it. <laughs> of the beechwood tree. Yeah. Pulp I to yarn. My MeUndies. Pulp to yarn. And you know what? <laughs> if, you, if you do it just right, watch this. If, if you're on the screen, what is that? Kind of does. If we put our hands together like that in a steeple, there is a little butthole entrance. There's it's a butthole. right there. Um, so that I just want to say that, like, I want people to go to MeUndies today. I want you to go to MeUndies.com and I want you to use offer code stuck. And I want you to think about your butthole as you're doing it. Think about when you pick your colors. You know, if you're a, if you're a big guy like me, maybe don't choose white for whatever reason. But he's, he's telling the truth, folks. This is why we have a certain success here. We don't lie about anything. Everything you're hearing is is everything that happens on a daily basis. There's nothing here that doesn't happen when we're not here. Right. Right. It's true. It's true. And this we is, wear me I would normally run into the room and go, shut up. But that's okay. But I seriously get, yes. get soft, get soft. Think about your booty. Think about what your booty would like to be sitting in today. It's a great day to get drunk, watch some TV, uh, celebrate, um, or, or grieve. There might be a few of you out there grieving. I highly doubt that anybody listening to the show is grieving, but if you are, well, I'd like to meet you. Um, <laughs> Just get yourself a go person. to meundies.com, offer code stuck, get yes. soft, Free get shipping. sensual, yes. wear, wear it all over yourself. Yeah. You know, and by the yeah. way, $19.99 a month for a membership. They'll just send you underwear every month. Mm. Nothing. Free mm. shipping. Nothing. And you'll have the best, most comfortable butt in the world. That's right. And guaranteed. Money back. Guaranteed. <sighs> Which leads me into this next story. Thanks okay. for letting us pay our bills. Jason Smith. Um, it was announced at long last. Yes. Today. Yes. The scientists announced that they have found and discovered the first perfect and unique, fully preserved dinosaur butthole. You're just making this up, aren't you? I'm not kidding. This is really real? This is real. On, in, from an article in Live Science. They have, and it's, they said it's both perfect and unique. Under the article, this was a multi-purpose hole. That must All have right. been a popular dinosaur. Yeah. It could have been a colloquial vent. It might have been where they laid eggs, but they also, um, they, that, was, that was your in hole, that was your out hole, that was your pee hole, that was your poo hole. And it I'm was just, everything. 
It was your everything hole. It's the <laughs> what we call a perfect ancient butthole. Wait, so they didn't have any other anatomical features other than a butthole? No, I mean something had to go in the butthole, but this was like the egg. This is like the it was a, it was it was a multi-purpose hole. That's what they do believe. Wow. Um, did, did they say what kind of dinosaur this was? Um, this was the yes, they do. I got to just be able to pronounce it correctly. So let me. No, it's, it's fun the, if you don't. It's the Pistacorosus. It's P S I T T A C. Pistachosaurus. Pistachosaurus. Pistachiosaurus. Pistachiosaurus. Mm-hmm. Um, this is very close to, ha- I guess, to a crocodile. This is very similar to a crocodile in, in some way. But yeah, this is, um, but the, the, the importance here is this isn't the first butthole ever found, but it's the first preserved, perfect, and unique butthole. And that's Where why they find this, by the way. Important. You know, if, if we all die and are, we're put to rest and we aren't put into, you know, and, and we, you know, whether you're in a coffin person or in the grave, whatever, mm-hmm. but if we want to find preserved buttholes in the future, Meandies is the only way there. Amen. It can almost be like it's the ambered in Meandies. That's right. In the amber glass of Meandies. All right. All right. But I want to know one thing. Where did they find this? Um, did this they tell you? Found, um, in the article? I, because I, I, while you're looking, I'm just going to say that I think, you know, what's interesting to me is, and by the way, it's a huge find, no pun intended. My thought is that if you're an archaeologist slash paleontologist, I mean, like, do you want to be known for finding the perfect butthole, the perfect yes. dinosaur butthole? Is that yes. your legacy? Yes. Okay. Where, where yes. do they find it? I'm still looking, but I'm just okay. saying, yes, I would love to be the, the finder of the first perfect, perfect butthole. Well, you would be, but I'm saying if you actually went to college for not like you didn't, because you did, but I'm saying if you went to college for 12 years to do this and then you're searching, searching and you, that's what you find. By the way, I think it's amazing. I would want to be that I person. Be, I think anybody would be stoked to find the most unique and perfect anything. Anybody would be stoked. Uh-oh. I agree with you. Yeah. Okay. I was just curious if it was in America. I, I not, really but... say, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll follow up on this we'll with everybody. On we'll, we'll collect this and we'll, right. we'll get this information there, but All that's. Right. That's our first one. All right. So that's our, that's our butthole news. Weekend buttholes. roll today. Okay. So now I want to get into a little bit. I know we don't do complete uh, news, right? And we're not going to mm. start, start now. Right. But, um, you know, part of, I don't know if you know this, but um, I think you probably do. Part of uh, the presidential, uh, when a president leaves office, one big part of it that happens within the last couple of days, normally like on the last day even, are the pardons, the presidential pardons. You want yeah. to get them out there right as you're leaving because you're going to have, there's going to be some that are right, some that are wrong, some that are completely controversial, but it's something like you sign it real quick, you walk out the door, right? It's going to be a shit storm. Just get last second. Yeah. And okay. it, it doesn't matter what president you are. You don't know. It doesn't matter if, you know, Republican, Democrat, you know, perfect president, everybody yes. um, from uh, from Bush to Reagan to, to Eisenhower to Obama all had controversial ones. A lot of them are just generally like people who are, um, you know, like uh, people that were over uh, overcharged or are sitting in jail for things that have since been decriminalized, stuff like mm-hmm. that. But there's a few of them. Who this um, important? Okay, tell so, me. I usually so Trump, don't want to know, but I'm 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 actually curious. Well, I want to tell you actually a story. This is actually a story about somebody who didn't get pardoned just a little bit. But there are a couple oh. people in there because we don't get into the political people. But he did pardon Lil Wayne. He uh, he pardoned mm-hmm. Kodak Black, um, who has been in jail for a little while. So he he, he did pardon a couple rappers. Mm-hmm. Um, Lil Wayne and Kodak Black, so they normally are not dealing with all their stuff. Here's the um, here's the situation, though. He did not, even though Donald Trump Jr. Uh, was kind of pushing, he did not pardon Joe Exotic. Was Donald Trump Jr. pushing for Joe Exotic? 
he was saying that he um he actually made a couple statements that he was gonna he he wanted to um extend the presidential pardon to Joe Exotic, and Joe Exotic um was was really hoping for it had been really reaching out to the Trump administration. Um, he thought he was a shoe in for a pardon. Um, and I would is it okay if I read you? Yes, you Joe have to Exotic's, please. Joe Exotic's tweet. Which yes. I don't know how it's tweeting, but I just I thought you should know. I'll put it up on the screen for everybody. But I awesome. want to read it to you because it's just perfect. Bring it. I was too it. innocent and too gay to deserve a pardon from Trump. I only mattered to Don Jr. when he needed to make a comment about me to boost his social media post. Boy, we were all so stupid he actually believed he stood for equal justice. His corrupt friends all come first. Too innocent and too gay. <laughs> Too innocent and too gay. Right. That's why you're in jail because you're too innocent and you're too gay. Neither of those things are the reason you're in jail, sir. You're guilty and you abused animals. I'm sorry. I mean, and obviously he's a self-loathing gay man because no real, like I'm too gay. What, is, what does that mean? I don't know what that means. Yeah, it's horrible. I hate that statement. Oh, and by the way, that's why well, you're not I mean, fucking part of it. statement was it's not self-hating. He was trying to, what he was accusing uh, Trump of being a homophobe, right? He said he's too gay for Trump to pardon him. He's not saying he really is. He, that was that was definitely a reference to that. The too innocent part is what kills me. Too innocent. Yeah. Are you were too innocent too of innocent shooting tigers part. in the head and burying them or, or what? What was he too innocent of? I don't know. I don't Dri- know. You know, giving meth to young boys and then driving them to suicide. I mean, what was this guy too innocent of? I yeah. mean, there's nothing innocent about this guy. He didn't even sing that music that I thought I loved. <laughs> oh, I know. That was the good. worst realization. That he wasn't singing those songs on top of that pickup truck. Singing those songs, I so I was like, he can sing. I kind of like this. No, yes. yeah, not fair, not well, fair. You know what, man? Here's the thing. First of all, you're not getting pardoned because you're too innocent. You're getting pardoned because no one is ever going to pardon you. Right. That's why you get a pardon. So obviously, he's not too smart, <laughs> you know. And by the way, this is a guy who never should be pardoned. Just no. keep him fucking in jail. And and so he pardoned some some some. Fucking be like Lil Wayne. I understand. He, you know, he, he's always had a, a thing. He will. He yeah, likes well, the rappers. Wayne, to like he got Lil Wayne to like be pro Trump. That platinum plan. There's a whole thing there that I won't get into. But like, kind of offered this fake plan, um, and showed it to a couple people. And in exchange for Lil Wayne kind of signing off on it, uh, there came the pardon. Yeah. So that was. But I didn't even know Lil Wayne was back in jail. I don't think he is right now. But I think he had a. He he caught a case. Right. But he's now he's pardoned for everything. Right? Yeah. Fed, well, federal. You can only pardon federal. So if there's any state charges, but anything federally charged, he can be pardoned for. Right. Oh, okay. So, I mean, listen, <laughs> I mean, you knew he was going to do it, right? I mean, that was, uh, but this yeah. is it now. He's done, correct? He's, done. He's all done. He's all done. And I want to, I'm going to end the show with something special, but I want to, we can talk a little, I want to talk a little content. I have one last news article. Yeah, bring it. Because I think this is also very important and we, people should be aware of this. Mm. Um, it's the plight of the, uh, you know, there are certain mascots that are struggling right now, whether mm-hmm. it's, you know, the fast food mascot. Uh, because he's giving everybody diabetes or the Marlboro man who was, uh, who is all has since several lawsuits have been come over him because he, uh, he, it basically is grooming young people to become cigarette smokers and he's grooming. That's not okay. But the one I really want to talk about today is, uh, is a young, a young mascot named Puxatawney Phil. Hmm. That's right. Puxatawney Phil. You know who that is? The groundhog. The groundhog. Yeah. The groundhog for groundhog day. The groundhog that, delivers Groundhog Day to all of us. Yeah. Um, he is now on Cameo for $80. Come on. You can get a custom, a custom Poxitani Phil Cameo right now. What does he do? Nothing. 
She's a seer of seers. So you can like have them come out of a hole and say, you know, like, is it your birthday again? And do some do. Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> but they, they listen, Cameo has figured out how to monetize these sort of fringe celebrities in, in such a fascinating way that it's, it's taken over. It's, yep. it's, it's incredible. And you could have conversations with these people now if you want. If you think if you're a fan of somebody, you can have a talk with them. Yeah, you can you text can them. You want. I've got we got people to say some really random shit. We got Anthony Scaramucci to say like that he used Manscaped on his balls once just for forty dollars. Love this. God bless Cameo. I mean, because what it really does is put things in perspective. Mm -hmm. This is all just a big joke. Okay. No one's taking this any more seriously than you think we are. Okay. We love our jobs. We're very blessed, but let's not, let's not pretend it's something it's not. It's still, you put a lipstick on a pig. It's still a pig with lipstick. Yep. Or, uh, or a groundhog (laughs) being held by a guy cosplaying as uh, a young (laughs) I mean, can you Abraham dress up, Puxitani? No, the guy dressed, he wears his top hat. And he wears a little suit, so he looks like a like a young Abraham Lincoln. That's, is that, that's has he always done that? Is that is that his thing? I think that's his thing. He's okay. doing he does most of the talking and most of the things. This is really eighty dollars for that guy to hold the fucking groundhog in front of the TV. But I can't have him like dressed up as Princess Leia. Oh, that'd be awesome. Right. Puxitani or the guy yeah. holding him? No, no, Puxitani, and then the guy holding him is dressed up as Luke. Uh, I don't know if you. I, I wonder. I, I bet you eighty five dollars. I don't even think it's a one sixty. One sixty, yeah, no, yeah. Like I think it's that big. Even I better be. It's almost less if you ask for something custom, like seventy five, right? Forty. Uh, okay, thirty five dollars. That's my five, twenty twenty two dollars. I got you. <laughs> got you. All right. I'll do. Okay. I'll buy one get one. <laughs> all Still right. Going? So that's all my news. Um, I want okay. to give you a chance if there's any content you wanted to go with. Otherwise, we can end up end a couple minutes early. But I got something I want to end on for about a minute. Um, and when in, in thinking about content, you know, I'm telling you that this oval show is, is very, very much worth watching. And especially you're not even going to be able to get into the 25 episodes out of there for season one before season two drops. Right. They're out, they're hour long dramas, right? So they're yeah, about yep. 42 minutes, 46 minutes somewhere in there. It's, yeah. It's like full, like it's a packed show. You know, they're, they're exploring. I, I, I think, I swear to God, they must have 37 series regulars. Oh, wow. Like, it, it's no joke. I mean, and they're, it seems like multiple locations there, but they're on the lot. Well, it seems like, you know, I, 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 I've always wondered this thing about, uh, shooting and I guess it has a lot to do with writing, right? Like, mm-hmm. and that, this is a good question to kind of end on is if you have a set, but you don't have access to that set all the time, the most cost effective way, if you have everything written for the entire season is to film everything at that set at the same time. Correct. Yes, absolutely. And then Especially, put it together later. Right. But you have that's to be exactly super right. organized and everything has to be written and you have to be sure of where you're going. Yes. And that's what Ed was saying about how, you know, they would shoot, you know, 13 scenes from five different episodes and he's got to keep track of the emotionality and the trajectory of his arc, you know, yeah. and the other characters arcs that he's actually, you know, speaking of or referring to. So yeah. it's, it's a pretty massive undertaking. I mean, and it takes a lot of, yeah, like it takes a lot of organization. It takes a lot of work on the actor's part, the director's part, got to have a vision. Like, I give Tyler Perry some credit. I'm sure he can shoot some things really, really cheap that way. You could probably get a lot, put a lot of money in other places by organizing this, that kind of stuff in that way. I mean, it can't be easy on the actors, but at the same time, it must free up a little cash to do some fun stuff with. Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, Tyler Perry is not a billionaire by accident. Right. 
you know, he didn't happen onto it. I will say one thing and then let's end with whatever you have because I'm excited because I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I started watching this show on Hulu. I think I told you about it, Brassic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, the Irish show. Yes. And it's about this bipolar guy and his ragtag group of friends. It's R-rated. It's a dramedy. They're half-hour episodes. And so far, I have to say, I am thoroughly enjoying this show. Like, mm-hmm. fantastic. Did you get a chance or no? I mean, yeah. But I, will. Okay. I was busy. Um, yeah. I had, uh, sometimes drama, you don't have to go outside for it. You could just hang out at the house and it happens. Uh, oh, no, you did not say it. <laughs> no, never, everything's fine. Stephanie's not listening. Yeah, nobody's listening to me and that's the problem okay so whatever you that's have i'm excited all right Let's i wanted to end this, this. Um, and i know that again we're not a political show but it was just such a beautiful way she did it i'd like to end this show today um we can do our sign off real quick but uh lady gaga did the most haunting beautiful uh uh version of the um of our national anthem today oh, for yeah. the inauguration I want to see that i'll watch anything with lady gaga i, yeah, I definitely want to see it so should i say our sign off and then we'll and we'll okay. do it. So, barring Lady Gaga, so stick around. Everyone stay safe, stay sane, stay strong. Jason Smith. Cliff Dorfman, I love you, everybody. Happy inauguration day. We'll uh we'll see you later. Let's just uh we'll we'll play you out with this this little ditty. You might have heard of it before. It's called Our National Anthem. What? Oh, I'm just kidding. Boom. <laughs> I'm so weird. I don't know, but I like it. <laughs> Chills. Got the chicken skin. Thank you for that. That was awesome. You're very welcome. Bye, everybody. We're